Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. I've watched Pittsburgh a lot lately. They're really playing good basketball. They're a completely different team than last year and the beginning of the year. They're good. So we'll have a really tough game on Tuesday. As Jim Beheim, of course, uh, describing this Pitt team, his press conference after Syracuse's win over Cornell. See if our next guest agrees with the Hall of Fame. Syracuse alum now on uh, the Pittsburgh beat for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, particularly uh, tonight with uh, all the action here. He has come back to his alma mater to cover this matchup and back with us here on the block, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the great Corey Christen back on the block. Corey, how you doing, bud? Brent, I'm doing great. I got to tell you, I, I was listening to the Twitch stream before you guys called me. And was your niece at least dipping these raw shells no. into the sauce? No. Just eating raw shells. <laughs> I, just, I was fascinated by this. Just absolutely <laughs> fat. Just imagine an eight-year-old kid sitting there just honking on raw pasta like it's an apple or something. Just crunch, crunch, crunch. Incredible stuff. See, these are the stories you get during the Q Sports Talk break. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> had to go in on it i love it i love it thanks for having me again I, yeah. I, I guess i passed the audition for football season huh you sure did and now it's hoops time and uh let me ask you this do you agree with the hall of famer that uh, pitt is certainly playing better by the numbers it would appear so but are they feasting on empty calories there or what's your view of how this team is playing coming into this matchup tonight against the orange so the the by games in non-conference obviously helps all of that right i mean when you start the season one and three in all three of those losses, you lose to West Virginia, you lose to Michigan, you lose to Virginia Commonwealth. Those are three pretty high-caliber opponents, no doubt. And then you play against some mid-majors, right? You play your bye games, and you go 7-1 and one in that stretch with the loss, a one-point loss at Vanderbilt. So the win at NC State, you know, Pitt had like the sprinkled-in, I think Syracuse had one too, like a sprinkled-in random ACC game before like this menu of all ACC you know, from here until the end of the year, they went to NC state and played exceptional defense and they played exceptionally well in terms of just crashing the glass and they made their shots. And that's a big thing with this pit team. When they're making their shots, they're hard to beat. It's kind of conventional. So they've looked better as of late three of those wins. When they came back from new from Brooklyn, when they played in the legends classic, they played Michigan and VCU there. It was fairly Dickinson. It was William and Mary. And it was Alabama State, three games against them. They struggled a bit in the first half. It was actually a 99 to 99 margin in between the three games in the first half. And then they kicked up another gear in the second half. So I'm curious to see how Pitt comes out tonight against Syracuse. And again, this is a team that is reorganized, it's reconstructed. It's a totally different team from last year. And I'm not just saying that, it really is. So we'll see how they come out tonight against the Arch. I think this is a very close game in the making up at the Dome. On that note, I feel like we've been saying this a lot lately. This is a whole new team. It just depends on how you are a whole new team. In Syracuse's case, it's a lot of freshmen, traditional freshmen in Pitt's uh, realm. And it's this is not the first time Syracuse has played a team made up entirely of its starting lineup in the transfer portal. Notre Dame was the same way. or They had all grad students in that lineup. Here's Pitt 
an entire roster reshaped in the portal. This is fascinating to me that it, like game in and game out, you, we keep saying the same thing. Completely made up uh, roster here. So tell me about Capel's approach there, hitting the portal, why he did it, and, and how they're coming together. And there's a familiar name in there, as many people know, Corey. We'll ask about him in a minute with Nellie Cummings. But, man, for Pitt to be 8-4 and four at this point with a completely new roster of transfers coming together, I'm fascinated by that. So the difference between last year's roster and this year's roster is six names. There are six names from last year's roster that carried over to this year. And tonight at the Dome, you will essentially see three, maybe four of them. Uh, Nate Santos, Jamarius Burton, who is a starter. John Hughley, who is questionable for tonight. He sat out uh, on Saturday against North Florida for personal reasons. That's what the program said. And then Nike Sabande, who tore his ACL in November last year. You didn't see him. Will Jeffries from last year. You're not going to see him tonight. He broke his foot. He had surgery. He's out for the year. And then Aiden Fish, a walk-on. So that's six players from last year's roster that carried over to this year's roster. And then you talk about the portal, right? Blake Hinson, Nellie Cummings, Greg Elliott, just to name a few. Four of their five starters from Saturday's game against North Florida came via the portal this year. And the fifth, Jamarius Burton, came in from the portal last year. So when you're Jeff Capel and you're in your fifth season as Pitts coach, and in the four years leading up to this, you have not had a winning record yet. The closest that Capel has gotten to 500 is one game under, and that was in the 2019-2020 season. You have to kind of reconfigure, and you kind of have to retool and find ways to redevelop and you know figure out what works and what doesn't. So Pitt goes from a paint-first, forward-first team last year, in my eyes, to now a team that spaces the floor out a little bit better, that shoots the basketball better, when you have Blake Henson and Greg Elliott and then Nellie Cummings, and I know you want to talk a little bit more about Nellie in depth, that can shoot the basketball and that can space the floor just as you want it. And then you can open up opportunities for, for John Hughley when he's healthy and a Federico Federico who's played well as of late. You know, they had to find a way to, to simply win basketball games and find a recipe that worked in this ACC. And look, so far it's looked pretty decent in some games and it looks shaky in some spots to start the year, at least for Pitt. So like I said before, this game has all the makings of being a close one. And it depends on which team's going to be able to hit those shots from deep and, and which guy like a Blake Hinson or a Greg Elliott could get hot for Pitt tonight from that standpoint. That's interesting to hear. They can shoot a little bit more and uh, let me follow up on that in a minute, but let me also follow up on this. So Hughley, uh, how surprised would you be if he's on the floor tonight for that team? I'd be pretty surprised. I'd be even more surprised if he actually started because he started the season with the knee sprain and that really limited him, you know, in the beginning of the season. And then he kind of got banged up on a play against Michigan. It was one of those, you know, meet you at the rim and then you clank kneecaps against each other. Just, he didn't go down by any means, but you could tell that he was, you know, visibly not well, you know, in the 12 games that Pitts played this year, Hughley's only played in eight. He started in six. And even then, you know, he hasn't played particularly uh, well out on the floor. I mean, he's only averaging eight points per game. He's averaging 3.6 rebounds, which is way down from last year. Of course, last year's leading scorer and rebounder. So, you know, I've given it about a 50, 50 shot that he plays. I don't even think he would start if he does play because of how well Federico Federico has played, at least as of late Federico had a career high 22 points. Uh, on Saturday against North Florida. He looked really solid in the paint. They were feeding him pretty much at will. So, you know, TBD on Hughley for tonight. I, I would 
if we put an injury designation on it, I would say it's a questionable for him. See, because I think it's notable, and our friend Corey Christen joining us here from DK Pittsburgh Sports. On, I remember going into that first Syracuse Pitt matchup last year. Hughley's putting up these just gaudy numbers, and he was drawing a lot of people into fouls, getting to the free throw line a lot, and you know Jesse Edwards handled his business. And I think that was one of the moments last year where like, hold on a second here. Jesse is evolving as a player. He can handle this. And now Jesse has turned into one of the best big men in the ACC and is turning into one of the best big men in the country, quite frankly. So to see how that's going to go. And you mentioned, uh, that's a fun name, by the way, Federico Federico. He seems like he's holding his own in the paint here. So what kind of matchup do you think we have there with him and Jesse? Well, I think, I mean, you got two long, very long guys. That's the one thing. You know, Federico's not, you know, built like a Sequoia by any means as far as, you know, width and size is concerned. He's very long. And what last, I, I can go back to Saturday from when I watched them against North Florida. And it really was about opening up opportunities for him in the paint and creating space. And that's what he does very well, at least in this early part. I mean, he's a junior college transfer uh, Northern Oklahoma product. He, he came over in the portal this year and, you know, good find by Jeff Capel because this, this is a guy that, you know, when they're looking at the, at the front court, they're looking to get long as opposed to, I guess you would say why, you know, they like having a guy like Nellie Cummings facilitate now and Jamarius Burton facilitate. They like having space opening in the, in the paint. They like having guys that can kind of Sit in the middle. In, in against the zone tonight, it's going to be even more interesting because I think Federico can find a couple of soft spots, and you know, with that length, he can find ways to get to the rim. But to your point about Jesse Edwards, he hasn't faced a guy on a consistent basis this year like a Jesse Edwards. You can talk about Hunter Dickinson, but Dugley still played the majority of that game. It wasn't as much about Federico, and it was also Jorge Diaz Graham who got quite a bit of time you know, in that Brooklyn game against Hunter Dickinson. So this is a test for Federico individually tonight, as much as it is for Pitt's front court when it comes to going against the Jesse Edwards. And that's on both sides of the floor as well. Corey, uh, let me ask you this. What is still typical Pitt? You, you brought up that this team is a little more talented offensively. The numbers seem to stick to that. But, man, when I think of Pittsburgh, I just think of a certain style of play. Do they still want to slow it down? Are they still physical? Are there still some things that are traditional Pittsburgh basketball, even with kind of a new look on what is Pittsburgh basketball? Well, I think it's kind of divided up in a way because their guards tend to play with a little more finesse. You know, Elliott's more of a shooter. Henson's more of a shooter. Cummings is more of a shooter. Burton is more of your slasher. So I think that the guards like to play a little more outside and kind of roam around the three-point line. Whereas the forwards, you know, John Hughley, very physical when he's in there and he's healthy and he's really going. Federico, more of a finesse forward. I think this is a different style of a pit team than we've probably been used to seeing in recent years. And again, under Jeff Capel, when, when you have a, a guy that, you know, he hasn't had much success at Pitt, quite frankly, and, you know, his traditional lineups have been, you know, bangers underneath and then guys that can supplement by making shots from the outside. Now I think it's a bit different. I think it's a different flavor of a pit team than maybe what we're used to seeing in recent years. I think that Pitt's going to try to work outside and then go back in rather than working from inside to out. Now, that's not to say they're not physical because Hinson can still get to the hole. Elliott can still get to the hole. Cummings, he likes to pick and choose his spots. But I think it's a little bit less of that uh, with this year's team as compared to in recent years. 
All right, let's get to Nelly Cummings. You wrote a nice piece about him here, and we're certainly familiar with his work. He came into the Dome and beat Syracuse last year. Uh, he was asked about that, and specifically how you beat the zone, and he said, and I quote, I got the recipes. They need to ask me. So how is he coming into his own in Pittsburgh leading this team, coming in with the knowledge of it, the very least how to face the Syracuse zone, and he's familiar with having played Syracuse even as a new face in Pittsburgh? So the transformation of Nellie Cummings has really been one of my favorite things to follow, at least over the last month. You know, last year uh, with Colgate, he was one of the best scorers in the Patriot League. Obviously, Colgate really solid in that league. Last year against Cuse, he had 18 points on 6-16 shooting, but he got 13 threes. He was 6-13 from three, so all of his shots that he made came from beyond the three-point arc. But he also threw in seven assists, and I think that's the important thing here. Because over the last month, we have really seen Cummings develop as more of a facilitator, as more of a true point guard. And, you know, you mentioned that piece that I wrote on him the other night. You know, that was really the the genesis and the basis of it. Because in the first four games, it was, you know, him trying to score a little bit more, him turning the ball over more. But he's almost cut his turnovers in half over this last month here. First four games of the season, Cummings averaged three and a half turnovers a game. Right now in the last eight, in, over this streak here, they're 7-1 in the last eight since they came back from New York, he's averaged fewer than two turnovers a game. And his assist numbers are going up. So that, those seven assists that he had you know, against, against Cuse last year, that's his season high this year. He's averaging you know, higher in assist numbers too. So he's really developing you know, kind of out of that primary score, out of that, you know, uh, what's the word you're looking for, instant offense type of guard. And he's really coming into his own. And it helps to have a guy like Blake Hinson lead the team in scoring. And a guy like Greg Elliott who could spot up and shoot. And a guy like Federico who's really coming on as of late. So when it comes to Nelly, I don't know if he's going to hit that 18 again tonight. But I think he could still post, you know, let's say it's 11 points and 6 to 7 assists. That would be a good night for Nelly Cummings tonight. And it would be another step in this development and this kind of new style of point guard that he's really coming into as of late. Corey, it's great to hear your voice. Keep up the great work, my friend. We'll definitely be checking in down the road when uh, Syracuse and Pittsburgh cross paths. Uh, Enjoy the trip back here to your alma mater, and uh, always appreciate the time and the inside, my friend. Will I see you at the Dome tonight? That's the question. That is the question. Perhaps you will. (laughs) The shadow may make an appearance somewhere in the darkness. (laughs) <laughs> be looking for me when you least expect it <laughs> thank you sir i'll talk to you soon thanks there for having me there he goes the one and only Corey christen folks dk pittsburgh sports now pat narduzzi the head coach at Pitt, had something interesting to say not about his own team but a quarterback in the acc getting big money offers in the portal we will discuss that in hot takes coming up don't go anywhere